0: What's going on? What's up, man? Just trying to make heads and tails of things. Um, like the playoff games this weekend? Oh, Playoff games? Yeah, those are a big thing. Did you watch? Um, no.
1: Not either of them? No. All right. Yeah, I had stuff going on. Well, let me start off by saying that it's maddening to see things like the LA Rams and the Patriots and... Who was on the other side? It was, um, obviously, they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, The New Orleans Saints, and uh, who am I missing? AFC.
0: You said the Rams, the Saints,
1: the Patriots. Yes. And the Chiefs. Chiefs. There it is. So... (laughs) I provide some content. (laughs) It's maddening to watch teams execute at an entirely different level than what we're accustomed to here in Cincinnati. Oh, what do you mean? Um... I mean, I haven't seen team A team in Cincinnati and obviously, you know, you get away from watching as much football from other teams when you're watching your own team through the season because you give up any more than 3 hours in a Sunday and your Sunday's completely gone. Um, so just watching these other teams and how skilled they are out there. Tom Brady at 42 or oh, however I see what old you're he saying. Is, yeah.
0: Like how are they good? I mean, and we have crazy good and we're we're okay. Maybe. I mean we're
1: we're okay. Maybe. <laughs> I mean we're decent. Second half of the, second half of the season, I wouldn't say any of those things. I we I were know. killed by injuries. But well, I know, yeah, I, mean, we haven't well, I seen, mean I'm talking this year. We haven't, seen a team, we haven't seen a team play to the caliber of the four teams that we just saw this past weekend since what, like two thousand and six? Yeah, Carson. Carson with Chris Henry and Chad and Chad and TJ, and TJ
0: big wit. God. No, was big wit on the team in 2009? I don't even
1: know if he was on the team. I don't think he was. Yeah, I think it was still it Willie. Make sense.
0: It, it We That's right, we had uh, three Willies and one Big Johnson.
1: <laughs> three Johnsons and one Big Willie. Same
0: thing. Nope. We all know what it meant. Um, we all know what it meant.
1: I don't know. It was just 2009. And for the love of Christ and all that is holy, people up in New England don't even know what it's like to not make a Super Bowl. This is Tom Brady's ninth Super Bowl. Ninth. Yeah. We don't even know what a playoff
0: win feels like. Time out. How about Julian Edelman posting a picture on Twitter uh, three days before the playoff game saying with a t-shirt selling saying that nobody believes in us?
1: Nine Super Bowl appearances. We can't even win a playoff
0: game. You, you cannot say you're the underdog when you have nine playoff appearances. And one thing I want to say about... I'm sure Worth was drafted in 07. Thanks, Greg. Man, you fact
1: checked in us tonight. Be better. <laughs> Be better, Ed. Um, and I'm sure you saw the play um where the Saints player went flying and the Rams player threw him. It was definitely pass interference. Have you seen that play? I
0: don't care. You don't let the refs make that decision. Correct.
1: However, if it was the Bengals
0: on the other side of that, Oh, pass interference all day long. We would be crying. Pass interference all day long. Probably so, probably unsportsmanlike conduct. Probably, you know, nothing roughing to the do, passer. Yeah, so, no, roughing the passer, nothing to do
1: with Perfect. <laughs> He's ejected. He's gone. Perfect's gone. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just everybody wants to freak out about the Saints and all that. Do we not remember Joey Porter in our huddle running on the field? In our huddle pushing people? So, I don't know. I mean, my heart goes out to the Saints fans because it was ridiculous. Don't get me wrong.
0: But you know what? I don't care because big wits in the Super Things Bowl. Things
1: happen, though. You're not going to win this lawsuit to try and get the game to be replayed. Get out of here. In the years, in the years
0: no. No. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. It's. It's Now, Roger Goodell could
1: have flexed. Weird flex, but okay. But anyway, I don't know. I just feel like... You could, have, you could do things. Like, the NFL is so reactive instead of being proactive. And so they're making rules and rule changes based on what's already happened instead of what will happen, which is why we're in this situation where all of a sudden you can't touch a quarterback, especially one named Tom Brady, anywhere. Anywhere. Or <laughs> it's a pass interference. By the way, he, Don't was the, breathe on him. he was the only quarterback who was not sacked this past weekend at all. Tom Brady. And then he trolled him. He on called Instagram. himself
0: before the game, he called himself
1: a bad mother ever.
0: Uh, did you see the Instagram post after the game? No. It's him and uh, he, he's walking, he's playing some songs. Was he tongue-kissing no. Julian <laughs> Edelman? <laughs> he's walking back to the bus <laughs> and he's playing some song like, I don't remember what it was. It, damn, it feels good to be a gangster or something Get like that. Here. And then he just turns the camera and there's Gronkowski. And they just look at each other like, huh?
1: And walk on the bus. Like, damn, really? Somehow that was Gronk's first away game playoff win. That's interesting. Because he's always injured. Because
0: he parties hard. Anywho, it's funny you said, holy whatever. I'm trying to wrap my brain around how these CoveCalf kids tried to throw a party in in the Bahamas with Ja Rule, but then it couldn't happen. I don't want to get into any of that. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, Ja Rule was there with him. Role. And they tried to have the party on sacred Indian ground, and it didn't work. It's murder.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm all not right. getting into that. This crazy stuff. Into any of that. Let's talk about the Bengals, because big things have happened in the two weeks has been since our last episode.
2: Can't lose. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. <laughs> Let's hear it, gentlemen. Clear eyes.
1: Full hearts.
2: Let's go play some football. Let's go.
1: And so begins the era of Coach Taylor. Of Coach Taylor. I'm pretty excited that we now get to play pretty much as much. Any scene from Friday Night Lights I want to play. I mean, it's going to be a fun year.
0: Any scene that I want to play. I can just do this.
1: Texas forever, Street. Texas forever. (laughs) Yo, everybody, listen up. And it's relative because it has to do with Coach Taylor. So since we last spoke, Zach Taylor, 35-year-old, he's one year older than me. Uh, Zach Taylor has emerged as the head coach. That's sad. Um, He was the former offensive coordinator for UC under Tommy Tuberville. With the 99th-ranked offense in 2016. I don't
0: want to talk about Tommy Toberville.
1: He is the current quarterback's coach for the L.A. Rams. Who his, are, by the way, in the Super Bowl. His brother, Press Taylor, is the quarterback's coach for the Philadelphia Fly Eagles Fly. Um, his father-in-law is Mike Sherman, who is the former head coach for the Green Bay Packers. Um, he actually took over for offensive coordinator Bill Lazor. Back in 2015, when he was with the Miami Dolphins. Who, by the way, is no longer our offensive coordinator. Going back to Brother Press Taylor. Once upon a time, your boy here was an Uber and Lyft driver. Stop. You have a story? I do. Okay. Um, I got a ping, go pick up at a hotel downtown, someone named Press gets in my car, and I said, um, I don't mean to be weird, but are you like part of the press? Is this just like a pseudonym? What's he goes? Nope. Uh, my name's press. That's an I'm, interesting name. And he's like, like, I don't even know how we got to it, but found out he was the quarterbacks coach at that point for the Philadelphia Eagles and looked him up. Sure enough. There he is. Press Taylor, former quarterback for Marshall. Um, he was going to visit a family member or something over on the east side and uh while he was in town west side 215 25 two, five. whatever hmm. um but yeah i did actually uh cart press taylor around that's a weird flex but okay thought it was funny all right um john gruden actually announced at the senior bowl this week that he is losing his uh, quarterback's coach brian callahan who happens to be bill callahan's son who currently is the offensive line coach for the Washington Redskins, former head coach for the Oakland Raiders. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's going to be our new offensive coordinator, which is why Gruden announced that he's losing him.
0: How about Gruden breaking the news before the Bengals could? Well, that's kind of hilarious,
1: and he can't get in any trouble for it. He totally wanted to do that. Uh, he's, he's pissed, He <laughs> <apparently. laughs> didn't sound very happy. Um. Defensive coordinator rumors are that we're either getting Jack Del Rio or John Fox. I did hear a small whisper at one point in time about Rex Ryan, which I don't actually want to. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, maybe he's going to be the offensive coordinator of the Bengals.
2: and uh, I'm really proud of him. Happy for, for happy for this opportunity.
1: So No, you're not. Sounds real happy. He sounds super happy. <laughs> um, it's just weird that he would even bring it up when it doesn't even have to come up. It's a weird flex. You keep saying that. That's my new thing. It's 2019. 2019. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, um, it sounds like the Bengals are actually leaning for defensive coordinator towards Jack Del Rio Um, since our last podcast. Hugh Jackson, Bill Lazor, Frank Pollock, who was the offensive line coach, Jonathan Hayes, the tight ends coach, Kyle Kasky, the running backs coach, all of them were let go. Darren Simmons, the special teams coach Alex Van Pelt, the quarterback's coach Robert Livingston, the secondary safeties coach Durante Jones, the cornerback's coach Corner Um, Bob Bicknell, the wide receivers coach They all still remain with the team, at least as of now Until Coach Taylor gets in here And starts flexing on people Clear eyes, full hearts Can't lose So, I don't know, what are your thoughts on Everything going on right now with all these coaching changes Well, I think it's a good thing Yeah, Uh, for sure, I mean, it's a breath of new life
0: you know, sixteen I, years I, is gone. I think some of them are gonna do some good things, and, and some of them are gonna do some not go th- so good things. But basically, they're just gonna have to go out there and do their jobs. I mean, that's that's all you can do. I took that one out of the Marvin Lewis playbook. I guess that's pretty much what he said in every press conference. So, but anyways, no, I'm excited. I'm there's excited.
1: There's rumors that we could see um, either Bill Callahan, like we previously mentioned, um, the offensive line. Coach for uh, the Redskins could see Press Taylor. Every time you say Press Taylor, I think you're getting ready to say Preston Brown. Nope, uh, but Press Taylor, Zach's brother. Um, you know, he could end up here. Maybe not this year, but you know, in, in the future. Um, and then Mike Sherman, his father-in-law. All of these people. He's at least he's 35, yes, but he has some very good connections of people who have been in the business before. And kind of know what the hell's going on. So, I don't know. I don't feel completely like lost at sea with somebody. Apparently, there were a couple teams that did interview Zach Taylor for the head coach position throughout this carnival of moving parts that, How'd that is go the for offseason. Them? They raved about him. Not so good. They just weren't ready to pull the trigger on somebody that young. Hey. Sounds like from some of the assessment that I'm hearing, we got him about a year too early. But I'd rather get a guy like this a year too early than to miss the boat on him entirely. You can't always get what you want. But you can try sometimes.
0: You just might find.
1: (laughs) You might find what you need.
0: Get what you need.
1: (laughs) So, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for what is in store for the future, especially in the near future, as we have a new coat. This feels like, to me anyway, this feels more like a Troy and Katie Blackburn move. Than it does a Mike Brown move. If this is a Troy and Katie Blackburn move, then okay. That's what I'm saying. This could be the new regime taking over. I'm okay with it. And what's going to be even more interesting to see is what kind of allowances, as far as decisions go, like decision-making processes, go for Zach Taylor for free agency, for trades, for the draft.
0: Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine if both the Reds and the Bengals start picking up players in their free agency? If they were both good. Well... (laughs) <laughs> there's that. But, like, that would be unprecedented. Precedented. Precedented. There you go. That's what I said. So. I think the Bengals are trying to get me to buy a new hat. The Bengals? Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Just saying. They're trying to get me excited for the season.
1: Well, at this point right now, I feel like there's no reason to, to feel like we shouldn't at least be improved. We can't be as injured as we were last year. No. For starters. Um, second. You're going to have a whole new breath of life in here in a new coach that hasn't ever coached before at this level. Um, and all the new pieces that we have. Everything's new. Plus, we got a decent decent pick in the draft. I don't know. I'm excited. See what
0: happens. I'm excited, too. I mean, that's all we can be is excited.
1: You know who else I'm excited about? Um, The Reds. That's big time right there. That I see that that got
0: me amped up. That's big time. That's Amir Garrett. He's amped up. He's ready.
1: All right. Yeah. Like so that. I, I didn't know what it was when you were playing it. I told you when the show started. Uh, that's fine. I didn't I didn't know it was him. So the red said they were going to be active. I was waiting for the the save by the battle. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so the red said they were going to be active in building a better team this year. They've done that. Um. We just traded this week for uh, 29-year-old right-handed pitcher. I believe he's right-handed. Sonny Gray from the Yankees, along with minor league pitcher Reaver San Martin for minor league second baseman Shed Long, who actually the Yankees immediately turned and flipped to the Seattle Mariners. Um, The Yankees also get a 2019 competitive balance pick, which is like a compensatory pick, um, which sounds like it's going to be the 37th overall pick in the draft. Uh, some fun facts about the newest Reds pitcher, and we've signed three now.
0: Sunny days are drifting away. Nope, wrong song.
1: Go for it. So, fun facts about Sonny Gray. Uh, pitching coach Derek Johnson was his coach at Vanderbilt, and he actually helped Sonny Gray become a first-round pick in 2011. Um, he lives in Nashville, and just so happens that Kurt Casali our catcher um, he uh, also lives in Nashville and they have thrown two bullpens together this offseason um, weird fact apparently before this trade all came about the Yankees had not reached out to Sonny Gray at all in the offseason since the last day of what the playoffs that they played in that's a Reds move it's very strange but um, Also, the assistant pitching coach, Caleb Cotham, um, they were teammates in college for a season at Vanderbilt. Uh, He grew up, Sonny Gray grew up 25 miles from Nashville. His dad was a huge Reds fan, and he went on the record this week and said, I know he's looking down with the biggest smile on his face right now. He was a huge Reds fan. That was my immediate reaction was looking back and me growing up as a kid and him having Reds hats on everywhere he went. That was a cool trip down memory lane for me for sure. That's a cool story. That is a cool story, actually. So when he came in, he had to extend, as per the trade, he had to negotiate with the Reds, extend his contract, and otherwise the whole deal was going to fall through, right? So he comes in, he meets with the Reds' upper management, he said it just felt right. Everything about it just felt right. I mean, that... That's better than what we can say about
0: Mr. Uh, Homer Bailey. Nothing about that felt right. Nothing at all felt very wrong. And the Reds think they can get him out of his slump. I mean, I think you said it already that his old pitching coach is here in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and and when he you know when he wasn't in a slump. Uh, so let's let's get it done. I mean, we can't have t- too much pitching. Like it's no.
1: I mean that was our that was our that, that's what killed us last year was pitching. A couple other quick facts. Um, his first major league game he ever attended was here at Great American Ballpark. Which is weird. He remembers eating some, quote, some crazy little chili concoction and that it was delicious. So it clearly wasn't Gold Star.
0: No, it had to have been <laughs> Skyline.
1: Um, uh, Skyline's the only chili sold at the Reds' ballpark anyway. Um, it's fair, too. So... He did sign, like we talked about, he did have to sign an extension. He signed a three-year, $30.5 million extension through 2022, and there's all sorts of incentives and stuff in it, um, with a club option for 2023. So here we are with this kid, 29 years old. We now have him under contract until he's 34. Um, You were talking about the slump that he was in last year. He had a 4.9 ERA, which I still think is better than some of our starters last year. Looking at you, Homer. In 30 appearances, 23 starts last year. Um, he had a 6.98 ERA at Yankee Stadium and a 3.17 ERA in road games. That's bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Um, I don't know if it's the fact the Yankee Stadium is small, which some are saying and speculating. Others are speculating that... Dude just wanted to party in New York. You aren't going to get too many party spots here in Cincinnati. Uh,
0: but we had that same problem with uh, Matt They Harvey. were saying the same thing about ha- yeah, Matt Harvey. You are correct. He came here loved it. Um,
1: I the, would think. the Mets ballpark is a little bit different than Yankee Stadium. That's true. But, but it's still but the party being, thing. Being a Yankee is a little bit different than being a Met as well. I'd rather be a Met. Well... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There's something about those pinstripes. So, the rotation is rounding out to be, obviously, the newly acquired Sonny Gray, also the newly acquired Alex Wood, also the newly acquired Tanner Roark, and the incumbents Anthony Disclofani and Luis Castillo, barring any health issues.
0: Anthony Disco. Can we just call him Disco, please? I mean, I I do love. I'm not going to try to say Disclofani. 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 I don't know, man. There's a lot of people upset that we got rid of Shed Long. I'm not upset about it at all.
1: Um. We have a log jam right now in the infield. We can't even fit Nick Senzel's bat anywhere well, in the infield. So much so that we're looking to put him in the outfield. Shedlong didn't have the glove that Senzel has, and he he had a bat, but... I'm also going to go on record to say he was also a jerk. He was batting t- who? Shedlong? Shedlong. Have you met him?
0: Uh, Yes. Oh, at uh, I, read, I met him at Reds Fest. He was signing yeah. with Nick Senzel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid hands him a baseball card. Wouldn't sign it, huh? Wouldn't sign it. Said he would only sign things with his name on it. Hmm. Not a baseball, nothing. And then he just kept looking over at Senzel, going, "How long? How how much longer have we got to be here?"
1: See ya. Bye. Um. He only had twelve home runs last year in I think uh, in Pensacola. Somebody didn't like that take. No. No. I saw I saw the mad face come up <laughs> <laughs> on on Facebook. Yeah. Um. Either that, or they agreed with you, and they are—they were also mad, empathizing with you. Well, that's a good point. Um, so he, uh, yeah, he only had twelve home runs, and he was batting two sixty. They call that a good bat. I don't know. I'd rather worry about what we have in you know Scooter and Senzel and, um, you know some of the other guys that we have here already. Oh, sure. Um. We also have last year, uh, Tyler Malley, Cody Reed, Sal Romano, Robert Stevenson, Brandon Finnegan, Michael Lorenzen. All of them made at least three starts last year. I don't think that we're going to have that many people making that many starts no. this next season. No. And that feels good.
0: That does feel good, actually. Because last year, I mean, it's safe to say,
1: I mean, just what you said proves that you never knew who was going to start. So now I got to think that if we're going to make any more moves, at least for pitching, Because I think that we could still potentially make a move for either a catcher or a center fielder as JT Raul Muto has not been dealt yet. Um, The center fielder that we've been looking at, AJ Pollock, he's not been signed yet. Um, Although I think we already have too many outfielders to try and worry about bringing in another one. Um, Or we can make a Miles Mayhall take. What's that?
0: Uh, Let's trade Senzel for Kluber.
1: (sighs) Who are you going to take out of the lineup or the rotation at this point?
0: Just, just what Miles. I understand that some he people, that a lot on. of
1: people in Cincinnati are saying we don't have an ace right now. However, I don't know that you make a move for any more starting pitchers. I, I don't think you do either. So, with that all said, the, to me the only more pitching moves you make, you got a closer, and we might actually be able to use them this year. <laughs> It'd um, be nice to. But I, I think the only the only glaring need would be bullpen, and you got to figure that you got Lorenzen in there, you got Garrett in there. Um, I don't know who else. I don't. I don't know how many other bullpen bolsters you're gonna have because the bullpen was good until they got tired last year. And yeah, because of the pitching. Yeah. So should be interesting to see. Um, we definitely got some inning eaters there between Sonny Gray, Alex Wood, Tanner Roark, the new additions, and then Disco and Castillo can you know still pitch there six to eight. We'll see. Five to eight, I guess. I don't know. Be good um, season. Be nice to see how some of the arms that got tired earlier last year, maybe they don't get tired this next year around now that they've had some time to strengthen that arm and everything. Correct, correct. So do you think we make any more moves? I think the Reds have like, I don't know, maybe one more move.
0: I don't know if it's going to be a big splash like the last couple moves we've had, but I do think they have maybe just one more move in their pocket. And I and, and I would not be surprised if they're also
1: sellers or buyers at the trade deadline, too. At the very least, we're not basement dwellers this year. That's true. We have definitely improved over the Pirates. I don't know that the Pirates have made any moves. To be quite honest with you, um, well, I I don't know if don't we're know if saying any. I don't know if we're in the caliber. I, I I still think even though the the Cardinals made the move for homeboy from Arizona, uh, Paul Goldschmidt. But I still think we're we're better than the Cardinals. Way more pieces to the puzzle. And the only other teams that we were that were the, uh, at the top of the division last year were the Brewers and the Cubs, obviously. But I think that we're at least in line with them. No, I I, I, I believe so. I mean, so I got to think at the very least we're contenders. At best, division winners. Yeah, but we'll see. I don't know that we're necessarily at the. At the place where we're going to win World Series yet, but I think we're going to be an exciting team to watch. It's not going to be June and the season's already right, over. Exactly so. like last year. So I'm excited to actually go to games this year. Oh, you're going to go to a game? Absolutely. I'm oh, okay. a, more than a game, more than a game for sure. Um, I'm excited to see Puig play. I'd love to see him. I can't wait for the back here flips. I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting to get a jersey. Not getting a jersey unless he signs unless he a long re-signs. contract. If he resigns, I'll get a jersey. If he doesn't resign, no jersey.
0: I mean, that's fair. But I'm
1: going to get a, at least the, the t-shirt. The t-shirt jersey? I don't know if I want a t-shirt jersey, but I'm sure Cincy Shirts will some, will do something with Oh, him. I'm sure. For that sure.
0: They're probably already coming up with bat flip t-shirts right something. now. Something. Or him licking
1: something. Something. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Um, While all of that was giant news this week, other big news this week. Oh, my goodness. It's the end of an era. Marty Brenneman is going to be retiring after this season.
2: Hi, everybody. Uh, you probably know by now, if you don't, I'm going to lay something on you that I didn't realize would occur today. But after a lot of thought, I announced earlier today that after 46 years, uh, after the completion of the 2019 baseball season, I'm retiring as a broadcaster with the Cincinnati Reds. Um, to say that it's been a, um, an incredible ride, that's what it's been. Ed, you folks have, made a, uh, have had a, a lot to do with it. Uh, you've accepted me as, as one of your own many years ago, back in 1974. Um, I, I feel like I've had a love affair that's uh, gone through four and a half decades because you all have been so good to me. And so I felt like you need to know from the man himself, and that's me, that uh, nobody can love you as much as I do. And uh, I'm going to miss a lot of things, but you folks are going to be right there at the top of the list. Thank
0: you very much. I was not expecting that. It didn't sound like he was expecting that. Uh, he said he wasn't expecting to announce it. Like I don't, that day.
1: I don't think he was ready to retire this year. I don't, I don't think. Know. So, correct me if I'm wrong. He's got a much younger wife than he, correct? I believe so, yes. I think something like 20, 25 years, something like that. Something. No, she's not 25 years old. She's, no, no, no. Younger than him. Oh, okay. All right, cool. 25 years younger than him. Okay. Um... I don't think this was his decision. Entirely. What? Where's that take coming from? It didn't. It sounded weird. He sounded completely broken up about it. He didn't seem prepared for it. Didn't seem like that was what he wanted to do that day. If he's not going to do it that day, what day is he going to do it? But let's be honest. Marty is outspoken. If
0: this was not Marty's decision, he would let us know this was not Marty's decision.
1: There's a difference between being powerful out in the media when you have a microphone in front of you and being powerful at home. What do you mean? Sometimes the women control. Oh, what oh, the so you're trying to do. say his
0: wife is making him retire? Yes. Oh, I mean, that's fair. I I understand, but Again, I'm saying I, I, I still years. don't know that it is his decision. That's my only point. 46 years. I mean, he has grandkids. I, I'm, sure I'm not he, saying that he shouldn't do it. No, no, but I'm sure not the argument she, I'm trying to make. I'm, I'm sure that she helped him realize that. I just don't believe that it was actually 100% his decision. Oh, I don't know, man. No, no one, no one really wants to retire
1: from something. That's all he's known for forty six years. I get it, and we're all going to miss the hell out of him. Oh, for sure, and we're all going to listen to probably more Reds games on the radio than any of us anticipated. I guarantee you, right now, October, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be crying when he signs off that final time. Oh it's no, don't, be the don't worst. even do that, man. It's going to be the
0: worst. Oh, it's going to be the worst ever. I, he's already signing baseballs the final
1: season. I quietly hope that maybe not so quietly since I'm saying it into a microphone. But George Grand after he retired. Came back and kept doing spot fill ins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every once in a while. Maybe Marty does that?
0: Uh, I I don't know. I asked
1: him that, and I think he said, no, I'm done. When I'm done, I'm done. Which would make sense because how hard would it be to continue to just step back in? I get it. George George Grant's a little younger than he is anyway. Although Marty's the type of guy, like, if he's at the ball game, he's going to, I imagine he's just going to hop in the booth, right? I don't know that he's going to be able to go to the ball game and just be a spectator, though. Sure he can. Pete does it. Pete's not allowed doing anything else. He goes to the ball games though. I don't know how many he goes to at this point. Is he allowed in? Yeah, he's allowed. All right. He's allowed. I thought he had a special permission or something. No, no, he's there. So, anyway, that last sign-off is going to be the worst. Oh, it's going to be horrible. I've already
0: decided, though, I have an extra. So, i got this Great American Ballpark seat right here. Mm-hmm. I have one that's over there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to uh, one of the Red Hot Stove League over at the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. See if he'll sign it. So, on that first part, sign Marty Brenneman. On the bottom part, right, and this one belongs to the Reds. And then I'm going to replace that, um, the seat number mm-hmm. with 46. Mm. Right? All right. Right? All right. That's how it's going to go.
1: Moving on, let's talk about some UC basketball.
0: Toughness to this team.
2: <laughs> couple in the straight-ahead three. That's a
0: 1,001 career points for Jaron Cumberland as he joins an exclusive club. Jaron Cumberland hits the 1,000
1: club. Way to go, nephew. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously that's a huge accomplishment for Jaron Cumberland. He hit 1,000. He did that against USF, correct? Um, yes, USF, yes. Same game that Mick Cronin was ejected from. Yes. First time ever in his career. I want to get back to that here in a second. Um, real quick, since the last time we broadcasted, we beat Tulsa 70-65 to in overtime on January 10th. We beat UConn 74-72 in overtime on the 12th. We beat South Florida. Um, that was at Tulsa, home against UConn, right? Yeah. I didn't go to the UConn yeah. game, actually, because of the weather, um, which threw me off. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. Um At home against South Florida, uh, 82-74 win. That was an exciting game to be at. Um, On the 15th and at Wichita State, we won 66-55. And as we were saying, Cronin was ejected for the first time in his career against South Florida. Which is really hard to believe. Crazy. I Because he's so animated animated against TV Teddy. Let's go back to the game against UConn. I don't remember that game too much. Yes, you do. Because we talked about it. They literally had a face-off. There was a game within the game. And the game within the game was UC's coach against UConn's coach. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what's his name?
0: Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, he's going to be fun to watch this year. He's as animated, if not more, than Mick Cronin. And then he eventually got ejected last week. It was a double ejection. It was a double ejection.
1: Him and... So three coaches from the AAC, actually, were ejected within a week. Who was that? I don't remember who he was playing. I don't remember. And then this weekend, we're
0: playing... um, Tulsa. Tulsa. Uh, Well, tomorrow. And... No, sorry. The game we just had. Oh, uh, Wichita, Wichita, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, in Wichita, and their coach starts throwing his jacket, yelling, and he doesn't. Need, he gets
1: one technical. Listen, Mick should have way more technicals because if you watch, you should Mick have a lot of within the game. He should there's have a lot of at any given moment in the game, he could be three to five feet on the court, uh, for sure. Whether it's on his side of the court or the opposite side of the court, it's amazing that he hasn't been hit like run into by a player, but. One of the funny things that I noticed in his post-game conference, or post-game uh, interview, he said, uh, basically, this is me paraphrasing, but he said that he was, he had he had asked why he got the first technical. They said because he threw his hands in the air. And said, wow. And he said, he said something along the lines of, uh, listen, I don't, I didn't cuss this time. You guys know I cuss on the floor. It wouldn't be the first time if I I cussed. I'm an honest man. And, you know, I, I threw my hands up in the air. It's a double standard. And I don't mean just for me, but if it was me or the opposition throwing their hands up in the air and getting a technical, you mean to tell me that Coach Krzyzewski down in Duke, if he throws his hands in the air, do you think he's really ever getting a technical ever? Nope. No. And he said the worst part about it is, instead of reviewing the tapes and then um, basically coming down on the referees who call the technical for that and talking about the double standard that they have there, instead of doing all that, they're actually just listening to the interview to see if he talked about the refs to look at how much they needed to find him. That's ridiculous. And it makes perfect sense. That's ridiculous. He's not wrong. I guarantee you he was fined after that. Oh, for sure. Post-game presser. For sure. So, uh,
0: the, the ACC refs, or the AAC refs, just... They're terrible. They were horrible this past year. But it
1: all goes back to the same thing. We run into the same problem with referees, whether we're talking about the NFL playoff games this past weekend or whether we're talking about <laughs> conference tournament play, because at the end of the day, all of these jobs are part-time jobs. There's not like a union, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I don't think they're part-time jobs, but I think they're contractors. Okay so but my point is they're not like there's not a union they they're don't not, have a school yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't have to be I mean, they have to go through verifications and what have you but there's why are, why do we have 65 70 year old men running around out there trying to I can tell you right now my eyesight at 34 isn't the same as what it was when I was 20 Mine's and I peccable. can only imagine what it's going to be when I'm 70 Jesus
0: Mine's impeccable.
1: You mean to tell me at seventy years old? I'm gonna be able to see the things the same way that I saw when I was in my thirties. Basic. Get out of here, man.
0: Okay, all I'm just saying. This is my point. Is I know what your I know what your point is. Is it's but so there's a lot of people saying that we need to replace the refs in every sport with computers, AI technology, and that's not going to happen. You can't do that in the NFL, you can't do that in basketball. Baseball, you might be able to replace them with AI technology if you use like a sensor in the ball. Even in or, tennis, they
1: pretty much do. But you still have a human there to be the judge. But all the calls fair. are made with there's I, I believe there's a chip in the ball or at least there's sensors on the on the court. There's where, sensors on the court in yeah.
0: tennis, yeah. So I don't know Somebody did bring up a good point about putting a sensor in a ball, uh, just to help in football for like spotting the ball. Because
1: everything goes by the naked eye. Right. And who's to say that and who's in, landing on top of who? Inches on inches here yeah. here and there. Yeah. I don't know, whatever, man. It's all broken. Again, it's all reactive instead of being proactive because the only people that the only sport to my knowledge that's proactive in anything currently is the NBA. Yeah, that's
0: true. That's one hundred percent true.
1: Um, UC right now sixteen and three overall, five and one in the AAC. Uh, they're tied for first in the conference with Houston, who is ranked seventeen at eighteen and one. Real quick about uh, Jaron Cumberland. Well, I was getting to that. He oh, was, he was the player of the week for the third time this year. Yep. Um, he averaged in that week, um, th- in this current week. Uh, 26 points per game, 4.5 rebounds per game, 76.9 free throw percentage at 20 of 26. Um, and he was also the player of the week uh, in late November and late December, also.
0: And he has, uh, with his 1,000 points, well, he has 1,045 uh, as of the 21st. O Varsity did some research, and he is uh, number 50 in all time leading scores at UC. If he continues
1: to pace what he's been pacing and stays next year, he should end up a top ten player. All time.
0: Oh, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, if you for comparison, James White's a forty three with one thousand eighty eight, Melvin's at thirty seven with Friend one thousand one yeah, one thousand and one nineteen. And then Kenyon's at 1, uh, Sorry, 1,279 at 27. So he actually does have a good chance of beating Jacob Evans as well, who's at 30 with 1,233.
1: So in our next couple games, we have Tulsa coming up next, which is a quick turn. It's gonna be, yeah, that's going to be weird. Um, especially uh, – it got chippy in the last game. That's the part I'm worried about. Um, they're 12-7. and 7. We play them tomorrow night on ESPN2 at 7. Um, I'll be down there. Give me a shout if you want to hang out, meet up, whatever, in the pregame. Um, we are at Temple on the 27th at noon, and that's going to be on CBS Sports Network. Uh, real quick, on a couple
0: different players, all I'm saying is for that Tulsa game, yep. they better queue up Mobamba.
1: So, a um, couple former players, Sean Kilpatrick in Greece. He is in Greece. He's going to be playing for coach Rick Patino How weird is that? Of the, I'm going to butcher this, uh, Panathinaikos. Good luck. Yeah. Go, that's a good shot. I of like that. the Greek basketball league. Um, he had a pretty good game. His first game, if I'm not mistaken, I know he had like 20 something, uh, his first game was actually a good game. I don't, I don't know what he's done since then, but it's actually been pretty good. Speaking of first games, Gary Clark, former UC Bearcat standout, <laughs> he got his first career start. I like how you had to play just the instrumental because yes, everything's sir. Terrible. Everything else is bad for us. Um, and also, um, future player get out of here for Greg. UC. Um, UC commit, because he decommitted from Xavier. Oh, my goodness. Samari Curtis put up 40 in his last game, and he could be a McDonald's All-American. And Xavier fans didn't really want him. I think we're approaching 30 seconds on the song, though, so you better cut it off. Oh, oh yeah. Um, UC football. Real quick, couple of hits. Um, wide receiver coach Joker Phillips left for Maryland. Our... Um, Defensive line coach Steve Stripling is retiring. He's being replaced by Chad Wilt from Army. Um, we have an official signing day. I believe it's the second signing day on February 2nd. And uh, I don't know if you saw, but we do have a recruit named Tank. And now that's going to be a fun one. Um, I want to say he's from like Winton Woods or something. Uh oh! Um, Something local. And they took a whole bunch of pictures with him on a tank. Oh no, I did see that in UC. No, I absolutely saw that. It was
0: fantastic. I absolutely saw that. That's uh...
1: good on you, UC. Taking him to a tank and taking pictures of him in UC garb all over a tank. UC media team, way to go! A plus effort there. Moving on. FCC. Come back!
2: Come back! got more to do. Cincinnati is big enough for soccer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We are a new city. Do you believe in a new Cincinnati? Cincinnati is big enough for soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe in Ryan Guys? New, bars. New, new bars. bars. new bars. New cities embrace big things. New
0: That's such a great song. It's so good. I just want to play it in the background. I mean, you could. Oh, it stopped.
1: All right. Yeah. It's over. So we had the Super Draft, and Cincinnati made some moves, and they got made fun of um, because apparently a whole bunch of MLS teams don't take the Super Draft seriously, but they were kind of heralded for their moves that they made, Um, even though they did have to take a – I guess you get a timeout in the Super Draft. What? Yeah. And they took it in their very first pick. That's fine. The very first pick overall. That's fine. Took their time out.
0: They hate us cuz they ain't us.
1: Um I guess there was some trade talks going on though with uh one of the LA clubs. Um, LAFC or something like that.
0: There's a lot of
1: them. Yeah. Uh we're, Just still, like learning, the basketball we're, we're teams still learning. Give us teams. give us some time. Um but they did make moves and they did acquire all 5 of Philadelphia Union's picks um before trading actually uh some other picks away. Um, to the New York Red Bulls later on, and we'll go over that. Um, but according to Patrick Brennan of the Cincinnati Enquirer, we do have grades on all the picks. Oh. So, without further ado, Frankie Amaya, uh, a midfielder from UCLA, um, he was graded an A-, minus. he was the number one overall pick in the Super Superdraft. Um, because he's a Generation Adidas player, I don't know what any of this means, so take it with a grain of salt. I think he's uh, sponsored by Adidas. I, I'm Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for that. Welcome. Um, he is also apparently on the U.S. Under-20 international team and also likely to join FIFA Under-20 World Cup. Um, he doesn't count against the salary cap. I don't know why. I don't know what the, the reason for that exception is, but we'll take it. Um, apparently was a very good pick, overall number one. He was pretty much the consensus overall number one expectation. So well done on that, um, Logan. I'm going to butcher these names so bad. Logan Gadula, um He was given an A minus, uh, fullback from Wake Forest. Um, they did trade away the picks 16 and 25 to the New York Red Bulls for $100,000 in allocation. That pick was given an A minus. Uh, Tommy McCabe, a mid, mid <coughs> can't even talk, um, a midfielder from Notre Dame was given a B minus, but also said that that might be the biggest sleeper pick of the entire draft. Uh, Jimmy Haig from Michigan State and Ben Lunt from Akron. Together, they were given an A minus as they're both goalkeepers and not expected to see any PT uh, this first season. Um, overall, we were given an A minus. Currently, we have 11 players back from the USL. Although Jimmy McLaughlin, Jimmy McLaughlin injured. is injured and expected to miss um, a decent amount of time. Um, and I believe we're at roughly 30 players. Uh, we did make a move today. As we traded with Toronto FC for Lakota West product, also a Xavier product, Nick yeah. Haglund. Um, I'm not going to hate him. I'm not going to hate him just because he played soccer in well, Xavier. That's fine. Um, he he was brought in today for $250,000 in allocation money, and I know that there's some stipulations on if they trade some of that allocation money. You, uh, you see... Um, FCC get some of that money back.
0: Okay, all right. Well, um,
1: well. I don't understand
0: how all that works. Where? like, you don't ever hear in like football or baseball that was traded
1: for money. Well, you know what I mean. Or basketball. You, I guess, you, you actually do in basketball. As Carmelo Anthony, I guess, literally like yesterday was traded for money.
0: Oh, oh. yeah, that's right. He was to the Bulls. I know that's why I said it. And the Bulls are getting ready to release him at the trade deadline, Correct. right? Yeah. Either, okay. either,
1: either they're either going to trade him or release him, and I don't understand why they would have done I forgot that. Forgot about but that. Whatever. So, with all that being said, there's a lot of moves going on. Sounds like there's going to be a lot of guys doing a lot of practicing right in your backyard at the oh, yeah. Milford Center. I'm wondering how that's coming along. I was going to say, what's the update on what you've driven past and seen? With that's, it being winter, I can't imagine there's a whole lot of movement going on. But They still
0: have that uh, really nice field laid down. Um, and they haven't even started on construction on buildings. So, there's that. I'm wondering if the team. I was actually just telling Michelle about this the other day. I wonder if the team is still going to practice. Um, practice? Yeah, practice. You talking about practice, Drake? Practice? Um, I wonder if they're still going to practice at the Milford facility. Um, it just. I don't know. Maybe they'll have a building up by then, but I don't know. I don't know how it's all going to shape out. But you know what? I haven't checked lately. What's up? The FC Cincinnati Stadium construction camera. It's probably the same as it ever was. I'm looking right now, I can tell you that.
1: So are you getting excited about this stuff yet? No, I am. I, I also I wanna be excited. Like, I'm not there yet because I don't understand what the hell's going on. Well, you and I talked about that a little bit this afternoon, and I have a feeling
0: once we actually are in well, I mean we're in the MLS, but once the season starts, we're gonna start learning about like how all this kind of works and, and Ins and outs. I think we're just going to learn naturally from watching the games and from reading the athletic and all so Lindsay and all that kind of stuff. So.
1: By the way, if you haven't checked out the Athletic, I know this is a shameless sponsor for or same, shameless drop plug? plug for for no reason really because well, we're not sponsored. You know what? We're going to do it because we like Justin. We do like Justin. But however, even if we didn't like Justin, that's true. It's um, crazy. the coverage that they've already given in the couple weeks that we've been considered an MLS team. Has been really good and yeah. has been crazy informative. Um, so if you're not already, check out the Athletic because that's where we get a whole bunch of our information from. Um, we do plan on having a basically an MLS 101 episode. Um, so we're, maybe we can all learn together if you're struggling. To yeah, we're gonna try to reach grasp out to all of this as much as we are. So be on the lookout for that. Um, that's we, still we dirt. Got, we got some ideas coming in for that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So. It's Outside of that, um, unless you got anything else on FCC, Ed, I, I don't. Just I'm, it's the
0: as close as we get to it. I'm just getting excited. Like I, I did. I just bought an FCC hat. Did you? I got the new one. The new logo, blue orange bill says FCC on the back. You
1: saw mine, right? The uh, one that I got from Cincy Shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. The gray one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have one from Cincy Shirts too, but you get a I scarf would, yet? No, 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 I haven't. Because I'm still looking for the hell is real scarf. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That, I think I want to be my first scarf. we got more winning to do. But, yeah, I mean, as we get closer, like I was just at Cincy Shirts the other day, and they released all their MLS Mm -hmm. official stuff. I mean, it's expensive. But it's, it's exciting.
1: I was reading an article today where Coach Koch was talking about how hard the players are going in the practices right now. And, like, because... They're pissed. The players are pissed because everybody's talking. Basically, they're 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 talking smack on FCC because they're a first year team. Oh yeah, because they're so young. That's gonna happen because they're all of this. That that's gonna gonna happen. They said that we've been actually written about that we're gonna we're gonna struggle offensively.
0: How are we gonna struggle
1: offensively? We set a record in the MLS, uh, but these guys are not taking it lightly, including um, Fernando Adi. And, you know, some of the guys especially that wore the blue and orange last year. Right. I'm sure it's not called actually blue and orange. People might get upset that I said blue and orange. Is it? Is it like Michigan where it's like maize and... No, I don't think so. All right, good. Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: if you want the official hexadecimal colors, I have that here on the computer. The
1: PMS colors. <laughs> I have them. I have them. Um, so, anyway. Cool. Let's round third.
0: We're going round third?
1: Yep. We really need to get some...
0: Oh, I thought I had something here, but it's unavailable. Huh, that sucks. How about how much is this? Nope, they didn't work either. Oh! 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 Oh, oh my lord! Oh! Rebo! Oh! <laughs> what was that? Oh, it's from when the Texas Longhorn tried to attack the Georgia Bulldog, huh? A half-expected double dip on the ice cream cone. Oh no no no! Don't do it. We don't have, it, to, we don't do. have to do I it. I didn't pull
1: it up. Are you happy? It's finally winter.
0: Um, no. <laughs> it's that's a lot of ice and snow out there. Yep.
1: Well, I mean, now it's rain. I broke a windshield wiper trying to get my windshield wiper from and the ice. That's why it broke.
0: It's well, just cracked. It's stuff stupid. happens. Stupid. Greg says that Landon Donovan is out of retirement and he's in a future FCC product
1: is there
0: I don't no I don't think I don't any, think that's going to happen. I don't think that's a thing. You're up. Yeah, so we already talked about this a little bit, but what are your thoughts on Big Wit going to the Super Bowl? Big Wit?
1: Um I'm excited lot- for him. I feel torn. Oh, okay. Obviously, I wanted him to do it with us. Um I didn't like the way his wife badmouthed the Bengals organization. She didn't. She did. Um but I couldn't be happier for him. Oh, no. He looks so excited with he his was, kids running up to him and he everything. He's always so good to us. He's been very good to their organization because that's just who he is. Yeah, like, exactly. Good on him.
0: Oh, I'm excited for him. He deserves one. Correct. He held it down here in Cincinnati for so
1: long. Well, and if he wins a ring, he's going to get a bust in the Hall of Fame, I would think. And I would I would also think it would be as a Bengal. You know, my... Did I mention this last episode? You have to say what it is for me to tell you if you mentioned it. I don't think we did.
0: Um, How interesting would it be if Taylor, Coach Eric Taylor, or Coach Taylor, um, was able to get Big Wit to come back? Zach Taylor.
1: Um, You didn't mention that, actually. It'd be an interesting... It would be, and I would think it would be at a, a pretty good discount at that point in time. I would, I would hope, I especially know, if he wins the Super Bowl, I don't know what kind of contract he has right now. If he's, I meant agent, to look that up. If he's a free it. agent at the end of the season or not? I'm to look that up before the, to the check show. Check that out. Have you watched either documentary on the Fire Festival? Yes, sir. Yes.
0: Hold. So I watched I watched Fire on Netflix, and I'm so I know you watched Fire
1: last night. I did watch it last night. Yes.
0: Um, one of my buddies, uh, he might still be online. Brett, he watched Fire Festival on, on or Fire Fraud. On Hulu, and mm-hmm. he said, it's
1: better than fire. I read reviews, and I was told in the reviews that the Netflix one was more serious, whereas the Hulu one was more tongue-in-cheek. Well, and they, they interview Billy in that They one. do interview Billy in that one. Six figures.
0: He's in jail with, uh... He's a douchebag. He's in jail with Mike, uh... Mike the Situation. Get out of here. Yeah, for the next eight months.
1: Um... Everything that happened with the fire festival when it was actually happening, it was hysterical. To it me. was low key. I don't,
0: I, I, I only remember hearing about, excuse me, I only remember hearing about the um,
1: the fiasco. I remember all of it clear as day. And I thought the whole thing was hysterical. I was following all of it on social media while it was happening. And to see the documentary about it and how it all played out and how hysterical it was like, there was so much footage that they should have shown. Like, you know that there was so much footage between Twitter and Facebook and all of that of the people actually on the island. Oh, yeah, yeah. What kind of shenanigans went down on the island because they didn't go into any of that? It's amazing no one was hurt
0: or killed. That's the scary part about it. Is you bring all these people, fly them over. They're expecting to have a villa to stay in. They're expecting... And they get these FEMA tents.
1: The difference between the people who went and the people who would actually be doing things like hurting people and all of that these people don't know what it's like to be a normal person because they've always ate off a silver spoon. Well... Because they have money to drop, to go... It was only $1,000. Until you loaded money on the card and until you...
0: got Until you... Until you... <laughs> hey, most people are loading $6,000 onto the their RSS. for the flight RSF. to get
1: there and until... You know, I mean, there's... No. No, it
0: was an interesting documentary. I can't wait to watch a... Oh, I did read um, one of the guys who went to the festival is getting ready to start a podcast. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I saved it somewhere. It's not in any of the podcast stores right now. Is it going to be about fire? Yes. Nice. Yes. So that will be interesting. Um. So is Matthew McConaughey going to be the next head coach of the Texas Longhorns? What? Have you not seen that? No. On Twitter, there are all these videos. He's sitting at the end of the bench. In an orange suit, and he's basically coaching like like this is straight out of a movie or something. Like the players are sitting down on the bench. He walks over to him in his Matthew McConaughey kind of way. It's like, hey alright,
1: alright, alright. Come on,
0: come on, come on. Get, stand up. Let's get. And this, so all the players start standing up, and he's like, alright. Starts clapping and walks over. He goes into the huddle during one of the timeouts.
1: I'm like, what is Matthew McConaughey doing? You know what I like about college? I don't know. I keep getting older. Girls stay the same age. McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> Failure to launch. <laughs> that was not... From, that was Daisy confused. I know, but I'm just saying... Anyway. Okay. All right. Um, speaking of actors, have you heard of this new app coming out called Center? Uh, it's C-E-N-T-R by Chris Hemsworth. No. It's going to have his full regimen along with dieting options. He calls it a holistic view of health. Centered around your mind, body, and nutrition. C-E-N-T-R? Yes.
0: Um, there's a website called center.org. It's about look European top... Look,
1: look up Center. Oh, Chris here it Hemsworth.
0: is. Launches his own fitness app. Yep. Unmashable. Mashable.
1: Um, I'm intrigued. I'll, look, I'll he, check it out. If I'm I can a, look at 10th like Chris Hemsworth, I'm good. Psh, if he could look at
0: 10th like me, he'd be fine. Right. Um. Yeah, I wonder how much it's going to be. Oh, it's hit workouts. Oh, no, it's not. It's including boxing, hit, yoga, strength. Uh, by the way... Is there a fee? It uh, doesn't say. By the way, though, I'm loving some yoga. Have you ever done any yoga? DDP? I've been doing that DDP yoga. Um. Yeah, I,
1: I have done yoga. Um. I know was, Greg did that hot yoga. It was extremely difficult not to fall asleep during the cool down. Oh, I don't think ours has a cool down. Where you're like... Basically, just sitting there and you're uh, meditating. That's interesting. Yeah, it was. Um, Daniel always thought it was hysterical.
0: Oh, here it is. Here it is. It's the uh, app ain't cheap. Um, fifteen ninety nine a month. Woo! Woo! Wow! Look like Chris Hemsworth. And that's a twenty percent discount for fa- founding members. Oh, so after so that's pre-order fifteen ninety nine. After that, it goes up. To so what? On whatever twenty percent more fifteen ninety nine is 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 exactly. Rob still it's on 19, here nineteen ninety nine? If Rob's still on here, you can figure that math I out. I just told quick. you nineteen ninety nine. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Good job. Good job. Proud of you. I'm proud of you. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. Um, is Adrian
1: Broner done? Unsubscribe from the pre-order. What? <laughs> 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 I said <laughs> I said is Adrian broner done um he done lost his mind I, I he
0: he's not gonna get big fights anymore nor should he how about his post fight interview not in the ring but afterwards when he was talked about do you really think you won the fight and here's what that's just like that's just like
2: well- when you believe that you want cheese on that burger, <laughs> you know what you're looking for.
1: <laughs> Is do, that? Do you have where he tried to fight? Um, Gray, what's his name? Gray. Oh yeah, I got that. What's the What's the announcer, dude? It's Jim, Jim Gray. Gray. Is, Is it Jim, Jim Gray? Gray? Yeah. No, yeah, I have that.
0: He, he. Anytime Broner fights, win or lose I always get nervous For the post-game interviews As well you should Because I never know what's going to come out of that man's mouth He literally wanted to fight him And it's funny they said that On the Joe Budden podcast today too Oh Um, Is that the chili dog one? No, I think we're good though Uh, There it is It's gone We're going to conduct this
1: professionally Or we're not going to have an interview
0: what did you think about- That's too quiet, but basically he says he he thinks he won. Um, I mean, and he shouts out the west side, five one three No two five. I don't know what he said, but it's. I like AB. I trained with AB once. Um, but I don't know. I think it's over. Well, I think the big fights are over. Although he has a point, because he did say in that post-interview uh, that they're trying to get Pacquiao versus well, Mayweather.
1: Sure. Because that's... A, Again? They're, they're going to make crazy money on it. Did you see what happened on did? Sunday night? No. Because I'm not in the boxing world. Well,
0: Pacquiao and, Malwe- Pacquiao and Mayweather both happen to be at the uh, Lakers game together.
1: Oh, it sounds like they really want to fight each other. And uh,
0: there was some video of them together, so... Hmm. I don't know, somebody needs to bring boxing back, though. I'm getting bored with boxing. Everyone is, that's why it's got to go, No, back. dude.
1: got to go back and watch his Mickey Ward fights. All right. Um, which new start are you most excited about? The new Reds coaching staff, the new Bengals coaching staff, or a new MLS team? Oh, man. It's good.
0: Right now, I'm more excited about a new Reds because of the moves they're making. So does that mean you're going to get MLB The Show? I don't know. That game's boring to me. Baseball's boring. me nah. The game is boring to me. You're boring. Okay, you're boring. All right. Your turn. Do you believe that the only t- the only team in college basketball that has the right to do the guitar dance is UC? What? You know, the guitar dance. No. You know, the Lance Stevenson. Da, 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 da. Nope. Are you- okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. you haven't seen like the last two games that UC's played, the opposing teams have done the guitar
1: so I was at the USF game oh yeah, so you didn't see that nope, and I, saw it. I didn't watch Wichita well
0: be better Aaron be better, okay this rounding third is going real good, good talk let's just play some sicko mood in the background <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god Sorry, I was low. Do you plan on going to Bunbury this year? Yes. Yeah? No, I want to. I wanted to go last year. Ticket prices go up after this weekend. What? Did they, what's the lineup? Me, 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 They don't announce it. That's the whole thing. You have I'll, to buy the tickets cheaper before they announce the lineup, but Blink-182 is guaranteed to be there because they didn't go last year and because oh, it's already on Blink-182.com. It's on their official schedule.
0: Okay. Well, that's going to happen. Bam! Well, I'll... Ticket prices go up
1: this weekend, but be on the lookout on Facebook. Uh, if you look up Bumberry, they are giving clues to different bands that are going to be on the lineup, and today's clue everyone thinks is going to be Sublime. Sublime? Why would it be Sublime? Um, what do you mean? Like, so why would... Sublime with Rome? Uh, th- there was a picture of a Dalmatian on a beach.
0: Oh, okay. So, I mean, That's fair. I'm, no, I, w- I definitely go to Bumberry this year. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's on fire, like Fire Festival. That's all I got on that one.
1: Um, Liquid 22 didn't go to Fire Festival. So if it's anything like Fire Festival, that doesn't work out for anybody. I just want to go back and watch the new deck. Bam! Um, what's your take on the late toast beef? I had that on as a question, but I was like, eh, I don't know. Um, so here's my take on the Latos beef. Um, uh, Dallas is very outspoken. There was one time where you saw her in her truck, and she got weirded out by you because you're a weirdo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find that tweet. Oh, so there was that. Um, that outside was of that, I was trying to take picture of the truck. Clearly, there were some weird effing things going on in their relationship, as she's putting him on blast on Twitter, um, and you know you you don't want to not believe her, but you don't want to necessarily believe her because it's he said, she said. It's it's weird. The whole thing's weird, and she's painting him out to be the biggest bag of douche in the history of douche, and he's making her out to be he's I don't, he's making her out to be terrible, terrible, terrible. He's sliding into people's DMs though on Facebook oh, no. on, on the on regular Twitter too. Yeah. Here's the thing he he just got a Facebook page. Yeah, and he keeps course, he's on my every single day. You should be friends with Matt Latos. Yeah. No, no, I shouldn't. So I did it. Of course, he did. And
0: he does a question and answer like almost every day. Yeah. And every day, it's like all these Reds fans, like, you should come back. You should come back. What about the picture of him in a bikini that was
1: posted? Wasn't that weird? Lingerie or whatever it was. That was super creepy. And she's like, uh, look who's fat now. And it was like, I didn't need to see any of that. I know. Uh, I'm on Team Dallas, though, I think. I don't. I don't want to even che- choose a side. I'm, I'm good keeping all at arm's length. All of it. That's fair. So. That was weird. Do you have another question?
0: No, bum of the week. Oh, that's all the questions, huh? We're, we're, done. Quick. we're done here. Oh, hold on. We got to turn that Cause volume <laughs> <laughs> up because we were listening <laughs> to Blink 182 <laughs> 2 in the background. <laughs> you, know that?
2: Oh, you are a bum! you're a bum and that's all you'll ever be a bum that's just like that's just like when you believe that you want cheese on that burger
1: is that your bum of the week no (laughs) should be (laughs) thought he won he didn't landing eight punches then wanting to fight jim
0: average of eight punches per round
1: whatever get out of here
0: who you got I want to go after you. Oh, that's not good, because I forgot who my bum is. Hmm. I really slack on this bum thing. Ed. Ed Mayhall is the bum of the week. I'm going to go with I am the bum of the week. No, I had a good bum, too. And I thought I wrote it down in my phone. You know, I got these
1: these whole computers and phones. And And
0: I said I thought I wrote it down in my phone, but I didn't. Huh. Billy. He's the bum of the week. Billy who? From from Fire Festival
1: alright cool well the NFL referees would have been an easy choice that would have been a real easy choice and then the NFL for giving us the roles as they stand constantly being reactive as has been kind of the theme of the entire podcast rather than proactive also an easy choice but didn't go either of those ways okay going real real broad here The of the week for me this week is social media.
0: Oh, oh snap. I don't want to
1: get political on any of this. Oh, snap. All I want to say, everyone, calm down. No matter what side you're on, whether you're left, whether you're right, whether you're center. I don't care. Just everyone needs to be better.
0: Let's all be better people. Just yeah. Let's just Christ Almighty. This is a public service announcement. I want to walk the around. I want to
1: hug people. I want to high five people. I want to smile, and I just want to have a good time and not worry about when I'm out in public if I'm going to end up on someone's phone, because I, I don't even want to do anything that that puts me in a light, dude. I'm so glad we didn't have video phones when we were in high school. Correct. I would have been. Oh
0: my goodness. I would have been
1: worse off oh than anyone who's been exposed.
0: All oh, I'm saying is, Forest Fair Mall parking lot. Oh my no, god!
1: Good lord! Um, everyone,
0: everyone needs to be better. Just calm down, people. So I know we're all we're all like boarded up inside, and it's cold outside. But don't worry, there, there's there's sunny days are coming. <laughs> sunny grays
1: are coming. <laughs> See what I did right there?
0: <laughs> sunny days
1: are coming. So just sunny days. That's uh, that's all I want to leave on on this podcast note with before we get to what's in ed's fridge
0: you know but we but you you need to do you know you know what'll take that frown and turn it right upside down go on is if you go to citybeat.com and go to best of and go to sports and recreation and then scroll down to get to 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 sports coverage and and then you just go ahead in that little write-in box right right there you just type it actually you don't even have to write it anymore you just click the drop down arrow and, and we're there and you click on that and you vote for part of the punctuation and then you vote for nineteen other things so your your vote counts. Meow <makes> me, <noise> me, 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 And then screenshot that. And if you can't find the post on our Facebook page anymore, then you just send me a message with the screenshot.
1: We're giving away free T shirts.
0: A T shirt. Everyone loves T shirts. T shirts make everything better.
1: At we least should at least go, one free T shirt.
0: We should go to that state that is south of us and just start handing out T shirts and every everything be fine. To Kentucky? Just Pardon the punctuation T-shirts. Really why would fine. we give them out in Kentucky? You know, because social media, and we'll just everything will be fine.
1: I just thought they needed shoes.
0: Well, that's fair too. Maybe,
1: that's why we didn't put the put the stadium. Over maybe there. they need shirts. Too. Here we go. It's now funny. we're social anyway. media. Buzz. All right. So while he's talking about getting online, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation, on Twitter at PTP Podcast on Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Um. Also, check us out on YouTube. Just search for Pardon the Punctuation. Uh, You can give us a call, 513-818-2077. Feel free to call us with your questions, comments, feedback, or hot takes. Pretty much, if you leave us a message, it will be aired. Also, Ed's been tinkering around with things on our website. Check us out at www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog. Speaking of blogs, if you have a blog idea, let us know chances are you'll probably end up with a blog on our website. Email us your blog ideas. Pardon the punctuation at gmail.com. Also don't forget to go to Apple Podcast
0: and leave a comment, subscribe, smash that like button and all the other places Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. And However also,
1: you're listening to us on your mobile device. Well,
0: I also submitted a... Um, I thought of my bum. I don't remember who it is now. You? Nope. iHeartRadio. But before I say that, I also submitted our podcast to iHeartRadio, <laughs> and we'll see how long it takes for that. No, here's my bum. We're now I, actually denied. Here's iHeartRadio is my bum. So apparently iHeartRadio wants to get into the podcasting game. And so what iHeartRadio did Is they had their, their, their podcast awards I want the, the cafe We're doing one a week now Okay fine <laughs> um, I They're doing podcast awards And apparently the podcast of the year Was The Breakfast Club And Charlemagne Went up there and accepted the award And uh, didn't even know They had a podcast until two days before that but it's not a podcast if it's a radio show that they record and just
1: put it online. That's called a radio show recording. You know Ellen's doing the same thing, right? Well, I don't care. Don't it's do just, that. It's clips from the show. She probably doesn't even know it's a thing. But it's just clips from the show that that's they're a making a podcast out of. But
0: I'm going to have to ask iHeartRadio to stay out of the pod- podcast game, please. Thank you. They're in the game for like six months and they want to have an award show. Get out of here, iHeartRadio. It's that time, ad. Also, if you could bring Rover's Morning Glory to Cincinnati, that'd be great. Thank you. It's that time, ad. It is now time for
1: everyone's favorite segment, What is in Ed's Fridge? Drake! Drake's not in your fridge. Um. So this week, like I said, when we were talking about we're only doing one, Ed was wanting a certain beer out of Ed's fridge. However, we're, we're running out of beers uh, of the local area, um, so if you have beers There's you want to donate to us, let us know. Um, There's a lot more coming out. But we have more lines, Christkindle. Uh, it's actually a Christmas beer, a little late, but we did have some weeks off. It's been sitting in the fridge for a little bit. It's the winter warmer ale. We're both going to be drinking this. Um, basically, what it says is uh, it's a winter warmer inspired by the German spirit of holiday gift giving. Unwrap this large malt bodied ale with the essence of chocolate sweetness. The balanced hop finish creates a subtle f- spice flavor, sure to excite your taste buds and bring you that cozy, warm feeling for those crisp, wintry nights. All right, that got weird. Um, I don't weird. see no, I any do percentages. What the hell are you doing on your phone? Nothing. All right. Um, yeah, I don't see anything on here that has anything to do with anything. So, with that, uh, let's try it. Drake! Yes! I don't know why you sometimes do some of the things you do. I Cheers, actually, buddy. I it's, actually
0: cut that up and try to put it in the podcast tonight, and... It wouldn't download. Didn't really work for you.
1: I can taste the chocolate, actually. Ooh, I taste it too. It's not a bad beer. I don't know that I'd want more than one of them. Are but we I'm gonna not upset with one of them?
0: Are we gonna do the Graders' uh, raspberry chocolate chip again this year?
1: It is a new recipe, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. We might have to get down to Braxton. Uh, I hear they're gonna have a new rooftop bar this year.
0: I'm actually excited about that. I'm actually excited because uh, the brewery down here, Little Miami Brewery, mm-hmm. they're uh, getting a big patio over the Little Miami River. Do they have beer? Yeah.
1: Like their own?
0: Yeah. Why don't you bring some? Because they don't have any cans.
1: Well, oh, you have to get a growler? Yeah. That sounds terrible. What are we going to do if we have to drink I'll a probably growler? get a growler. There you go. Yep. All right. Drake! With that, I'm Aaron. I'm Ed. See ya!